This is Barry Zalma, Zalma on Insurance, a video blog. Today I'd like to talk about how to avoid charges of bad faith. The basic test in a bad faith case is whether the insurer has unreasonably and without proper cause refused to compensate the insured for a loss covered by the policy. The adjuster should not attempt to adjust a claim or even contact an insured until he or she knows everything necessary to protect the rights of the insurer without doing anything to injure the rights of the insured to receive the benefits of the policy. This means the adjuster must have thoroughly reviewed the wording of the insurance policy, the application for insurance, and the loss notice. The adjuster must then begin to investigate all claims fully and thoroughly. Charges of bad faith can be eliminated by adjusting all claims in a detailed and fundamentally sound manner. People insure themselves for peace of mind and security. To protect these interests, it is essential that an insurer fully inquire into the possible bases that might support the insured's claim and act promptly. The insurer may not gather just enough evidence to support a belief that the policy does not provide coverage and then quit the search. Furthermore, the adjuster must know, must understand the state's Unfair Claim Settlement Practices Act and the regulations created to enforce the act. Following the statutory guidelines can support a defense to any allegations made by an insured that the insurer acted in bad faith. The adjuster does this by first sending a reservation of rights letter and or formal denials of coverage to an insured as soon as possible. Make sure there is a reasonable factual and legal basis for a denial before denying coverage. Interview the appropriate individuals to determine whether they possess any knowledge relevant to coverage. Document carefully the results of the investigation. Make sure all facts relied upon in making a decision are accurate and provable. Obtain advice of legal counsel. Check with counsel to determine whether the policy provision relied on to deny a claim has been held valid or invalid, enforceable or unenforceable by any state or federal court. If a claim is related to an individual's health or personal injury, Make reasonable efforts to obtain all available medical information relevant to the claim and use skilled personnel in evaluating these documents. Carefully consider the ramifications before refusing to settle a claim. 
If the adjuster believes a claim should be settled, it will and must settle promptly. Where there is any concern over potential bad faith ramifications, have a claims supervisor analyze and oversee the management of the claim. The adjuster must be courteous and truthful in all contacts with the insured and or the claimant. Be ready to conduct additional investigation when new information arises. Be familiar with the policy conditions, warranties, exclusions, and provisions, and apply them to the direction of the investigation. Determine how the applicable policy provisions have been interpreted by the courts before making a decision. Ensure the reference materials, such as claims and underwriting manuals, are current. Make a complete and impartial evaluation of the claim. Inform the insured of his or her rights under the policy and respond to the insured's request for clarification of those rights. If it is clear that an insurer had no liability, an action for unfair trade practices or bad faith cannot go forward and the courts will stop any lawsuit as they are being filed. The court will hold that liability was not reasonably clear and insured could not recover under an unfair or deceptive trade practices claim. In South Carolina, for instance, although the insurer owes the insured a duty of good faith and fair dealing, this duty of good faith arises under the contract and does not extend to a person who is not a party to the insurance contract. Thus, no bad faith claim can be brought against an independent adjuster or independent adjusting company, although Washington State has a case pending before its Supreme Court that contended an adjuster can be sued for bad faith, and that case was eventually reversed. The adjuster should ask counsel to check recent federal and state court decisions to determine whether any of the policy provisions relied on to deny a claim have been held invalid in the state where the loss occurred. The investigator must not, must never resort to fraud, deceit, or misrepresentation to gain information from a person being investigated, must never eavesdrop, trespass on the insured's property, shadow the insured, or participate in any other form of harassment without good cause. The adjuster should never destroy evidence supporting the insured's claim for benefits or refuse to investigate a claim because the insured has failed to fill in the entire claim form. The adjuster must evaluate a claim if the insured fails to use a particular form 
as long as he or she provides the information necessary to prove the claim. The adjuster should never withhold from an insured or a claimant or a claimant's lawyer pertinent information from an examining physician. The adjuster should never ignore the state's Unfair Claim Settlement Practices Act and regulations created to enforce the act, nor refuse to follow the statutory guidelines or deny claims or reserve rights orally instead of in writing. The adjuster should engage in investigative and claims handling techniques that are legal and never even consider using an investigative technique that is illegal, fraudulent, intrusive, or harassing. For example, the concealment of and or failure to disclose benefits available under the policy, the concealment of and or failure to, dis to disclose coverages or other provisions that are pertinent to a claim, making intentional misrepresentations of fact or law or policy provisions, refusing to pay claims without conducting a reasonable or thorough investigation, failing to promptly provide a reasonable and proper explanation of the basis or bases for a denial of a claim, making threats of dire consequences to force the insured to agree to an unfair settlement, making false accusations or oppressive demands, exploiting an insured's vulnerable position, interpreting the policy in an unduly restrictive way, or failing to appropriately advise a claimant of their rights under the law, including any relevant statutes of limitations. And whether the insurance adjuster does any of those acts intentionally or innocently in such a way that the insured or claimant believes they're doing it intentionally, the tort of bad faith can be avoided. The only way for an insurer to avoid an action being brought for statutory bad faith in Florida, for example, is set forth in a statute that follows that an insurer cannot escape liability for violation of the statute by the simple expedient of a belated payment on the policy limits after the 60-day time period provided in the statute expired. The belated payment by the insurer neither automatically proves nor disproves first-party bad faith the insured must still establish the insurer's failure to pay the policy limits by the expiration of the 60-day window constituted bad faith as defined by the statute. This video has been adapted from my book, Insurance Claims, 10, Volume 106, Second Edition. It's available in total as a Kindle book or as a paperback from Amazon.com and can be found on my website, zalma.com, 
by clicking on the link to the insurance claims library where insurance claims and other books I have written are listed and available for purchase. Thank you for your attention.